It's Friday. Welcome back to 5 Degrees Off Normal, and this is Jules Watts. I hope you guys had a wonderful week, or at least tolerable, or at least sustainable, I guess. I don't know. Tonight, I'm trying to think about what the heck I wanted to talk about, and believe it or not, I want to talk about a webcomic I have come across called Drive. It's on the website www.drivecomic.com. I just came across this, and it's by a guy named Dave Kellett. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, sir. I apologize if I am not. I first found Dave Kellett's comics in the Sheldon comic strip, and the Sheldon comic strip is absolutely adorable. It's cute. It's about a boy, his grandpa, a talking duck. No, I'm not kidding. And just other assortment of characters. It's kind of goofy, yet true to life. And later, he started doing this Drive comic. I don't know how I missed it, but I did, unfortunately. So I am right now powering through all the back the back issues to get up to what is current. But holy moly. Drive is a sci-fi comic. And there's probably the most unique mashup of science and philosophy, bad puns, and real true heartache in certain things. It's an amazing comic. And it starts out with two of my favorite characters. One of them is this little lizard creature. He gets a name later on, but uh, unfortunately he has amnesia. And there's this big kind of, I don't even know how to describe him, but he's like a big dude. And his name is Nosh. And he speaks with a Russian accent. The reason he picked it up is because he spent six years in Moscow because he couldn't ha- find taxi fare. I mean, it's adorable. But this little creature, he can't find his memory. He has no idea what's going on. He doesn't even know his name or what race he is, etc., etc. And then, well, it actually starts getting really, really deep. There's a... This is like in the far, far future. And... Earth has now become a, you know, a colonizing, a colonizing race of people. And Earth is controlled by La Familia. And La Familia is the one family that controls all the drive technology, you know, think of the drive technology as kind of like Star Trek's warp core, or light speed. But La Familia is the only ones that have it. And uh, there's a whole bunch of bits and stories on how they got it and what it's allowed La Familia to do, et cetera, et cetera. And the story, it's beautifully done. It's, it's organic. And you get to meet all these wonderful characters. And they're human. They're not, well, not technically, but you get my point. They're fleshed out. They have foibles. Um, Nosh has this penchant for sending dolphin pictures to his great-grandpa. The captain of the ship, well, she's she's an older lady, and man, she's funny. And, you know, crazy situation happens, and they're getting ready to go. And she's like, okay, set course for a new... You know, you see her kind of like look and go, yeah, and shake her hand like, oh, over there, over there. And Dave Kellett also brings in his wonderful kind of quirky, pun-based sense of humor. The captain's name, the the captain of the ship that most of this crew is on is named Captain Tennille. I mean, can you believe that? It's adorable. And the thing is, I've hit a point in the story where... You know, some really terrible stuff has happened, and you are actually seeing how tragedy affects all the characters in, 
Mo in this this whole comic right now, at least the ones that are all, all serving on the ship together. And you're seeing what some of them are choosing to do resulting after this tragedy. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to let some secrets out? Are they not? Et cetera, et cetera. And it's, it's beautiful. And of course, there's some funny things like there's a, uh, there's a very aggressive alien race called the Tescans. I'm probably mispronouncing that a little bit, but they start harassing the members of the crew and they really start disrespecting the captain and Nosh gets up there and the Tescans are all in his face and say hey your race they're a bunch of pacifists what are you gonna do he's just like you can't fight and he's like no I can't fight but I'm a hugger and he picks them up and he's got them in this kind of like wrestling hold he's like and I'm a very good hugger you know Nosh is a pacifist and Nosh likes all the silly things and you know, likes playing video games, but you disrespect his captain and he will find a way at least to defend them in the best way that he can. I mean, he has this whole treatise on milkshakes and it's adorable. Another neat thing that Kellett does, and my rudimentary ability to understand Spanish really helps with this, but the Empire is based in Madrid, Spain, not in the United States. The Emperor is from Spain, and all the Emperors prior to the current Emperor are from Spain. So... A lot of the documentation and a lot of the descriptions and all this other stuff is done in Spanish. Not completely. They have it translated into English, but they have uh, xenobiological um, as the z- uh, xenobiology information logs. They actually have full information logs on, you know, different races and they have Spanish words in them. You can tell that they're it's it's you can tell it was originally a Spanish document translated into English. And, you know, the other thing I love is like exclamations and, you know, when when things get frustrated, all these people of La Familia revert to speaking Spanish. You know, it's like they will speak English because, okay, a lot of people speak English. But when they're talking amongst themselves, it's almost all in Spanish. Or when they get really upset, they start speaking in Spanish. And I thought that was really neat. And it gives me a chance to kind of practice Personally, I love science fiction stories where there's a whole bunch of crazy things going around in in the world, in the universe, on the ships, and every other planet that the group goes to. But through these interactions, all the characters aboard the ship are growing as characters. You get to learn to know them, hate certain aspects of them, love certain aspects of them. It's a really wonderful demonstration of character development by action. Certain words, yes, because I'm sorry, a lot of the silly puns just, but those build into the character. The act of using puns is building character. But you're showing who these people are by their actions and what they do, how they react to certain situations, and how we react as readers to it. It's kind of interesting. Like certain people who have certain character traits, they're going to hate certain characters more than I would. They're going to be affected differently by certain characters' actions than I am. And I've had discussions with people about that kind of phenomenon. And the reason I know this happened is because, well, I did a little research on the Drive comic and there have been a couple of discussion forums where people were arguing over different characters, the motivation behind it. And, you know, what kind of a person does this make them? Does it make them disloyal? Does it make them a, a rebel? Does it make them a traitor? 
And lastly, one of the things that's kind of cool is that, all right, I'll be honest, I am a physics and an astronomy nut, and I read that stuff and study it for fun. So I can actually pick up on a couple of, you know, okay, this is impossible by our current understanding of the laws of physics, but certain things happen and, you know, there's, there's jokes about, well, there's jokes about breaking the laws of physics and the reason why the laws of physics were broken. So there's those kind of little Easter eggs that are built into the comic and they add another level of humor. And that brings a little bit of extra joy to me. So I'll put a link down for the Drive comic down in the doobly-doo. I want you all to check it out. And if it's not your thing, cool. And if it is, I'm really glad I introduced you to it. And on a side note, I also found out that Dave is doing an Anatomy of Animals Kickstarter. And I know it sounds weird, but hear me out. He does these really adorable drawings of all these different animals. Mostly you see these in the Sheldon comic. And it's like the anatomy of an axolotl. And one point of, you know, they have like the little description and arrow says, floats like he's posing for the cover of a Nirvana album which I think is adorable. And then it has another arrow pointing. It says three stages of Pokemon evolution, Axolotl, Salamander, Patton Aswald. Another one says uh, every handshake is a moist handshake. I mean, and they're adorable. It cracks me the heck up. And he's doing a whole book of them. So if that interests you, check out some of the drawings he did over Sheldon and then go over to the Kickstarter and back it if that fits your stuff. So... With the week being what it was and the crazy storms outside being what they are, I thought I'd give you guys something new to read and maybe be entertained by and introduce you to an artist you might not have heard of. So this is Jules Watts of 5 Degrees Off Normal. Take care of yourselves and enjoy the reading.